0: What is going on everybody? Welcome back to another week of Hero Zero here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. My name is Sean Mean, and joining me over the phone is our reporter in the field, Mr. Connor Lawler. I'm out in the field right now. Uh, there are cows around. One of them is faster than he looks. Oh my God. Well, <laughs> let's, let's report that to the authorities and <laughs> yeah. we'll get right back to the show. <laughs>
2: I I don't think I would be very good out in the field. I would just get like panicked. I'd just be very worried about asking anybody anything.
0: Just for fear of being called a city slicker.
2: (laughs) Get out of here, city slicker. Um, And then they shoo you out of town. (laughs) (laughs) This is Hero Zero, Sean, where we pick one comic book character every single week and we just kind of give you a rundown of everything to do with that character. Now, normally you do Marvel and I do DC. Um, yes. Last week was actually the last episode That we've had to do together in the same room uh, We did Black For the foreseeable Mask foreseeable future Yes um, But this week Sean It is your week Which means It is Marvel And I can only assume Is probably the best report ever Or dog shit
0: Up to you <sighs> Jesus okay Let's <laughs> Look I hate, I hate fence sitters <laughs> So You gave me one guideline Because I, I came to you and I was like Listen Connor mm. And like what kind of a tone should I as, set for this year? As you often do. You come to me with, for my sage advice. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you said, ah, do someone like Black Mask, who was <laughs> oh, the me. last one that you did.
2: <laughs> that was just because I can't remember anything past three days ago. <laughs> exactly.
0: So, Black Mask, he's as we learned, he's kind of in charge of crime hmm. in Gotham. So, what I've done is I he he's he's a kingpin of crime, if you will.
2: Oh, you've done Black Mask again!
0: Whoa. Indeed, I have. <laughs> I've done Black Panther. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god! Are you doing Daredevil and Spider Man's kingpin?
0: Yes, I am. Mm.
2: Oh, so. I've. Do you know what? I actually I've seen Daredevil. Obviously, the yeah. Netflix series, and he's amazing in that. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio plays him. Vinny D. Vinnie D, and he is so utterly terrifying. So I'm absolutely fascinated to understand where he came from in the comic books. Is he as cool as Vinny D?
0: Uh, Vinny D, like, brings a voice to Kingpin that Kingpin's never had before.
2: Yeah, it's weird that there's some characters that, like, you kind of need to see them on screen to bring them to life, but then there's other characters that they're actually more on life on the page than they are on, on the screen. It's very weird. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Like, I'm going to preface this as well by saying that this is, lar- I'm going to touch on here, is like the comic book origin of him. Okay. Uh, it does differ from the origin we see in Daredevil, but I would say the best example of Kingpin's origin is from Spider-Man the Animated Series. Okay. Uh, he has a whole, like, episode just all about... Is that like, the the, the 90s series? Yeah, The Amazing Spider-Man, I think it's called.
2: Okay, okay.
0: Yeah. It's on Disney Plus anyway. Did you see uh, Disney Plus, sorry, not to cut you off, but Disney Plus have
2: that bit of like skip intro and somebody was watching X-Men the animated series and they had the skip intro and they did a tweet where they took a picture of like Disney Plus who is ever going to click that button? <laughs> Nobody's no. ever skipping. That's <laughs> the best.
0: <laughs> 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 it's the best theme song. But sorry, go on. <laughs> we're s- we're roughly well, look, we're a few minutes in here, so <laughs> let's start with the report. So, Kingpin, also known as Wilson Fisk, first appeared in Amazing Spider-Man number 50 uh, in July of 1957, created by Wait. Stan Lee and John Romita Sr.
2: Are we going to assume that Stan Lee just said, think of a, a big chap likes crime, yeah, like Scribe crime, filling the gaps?
0: Like, he, he, he had a bowling-themed villain in mind?
2: <laughs> yeah, he'd seen the movie Kingpin from... Yeah. <laughs> from 1987,
0: a good movie. Uh, a good you might movie. know, you might know Spider Man number fifty by the name Spider Man No More. It's been yes, like, it, he that's the yeah. one he gives
2: up, and there's the is it the suit is in the alleyway?
0: Exactly, yeah, it's that one. Mm. So it's 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 a pivotal moment for the character. But uh, apparently, background to him, Stan Lee wanted to create a character that because Spider Man had gone up against supervillains and criminals before. But he wanted to create a character who saw crime as a business.
2: Okay, which makes sense because, like, you can't just have wacky characters all the time. There has to be a character who doesn't want to destroy the world and just wants power.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, in his going into his backstory leading up to Spider-Man No More, there's little enough known about him in the comics. Uh, He described himself as having been an unpopular blubbery child.
2: Uh, (laughs) That's my Twitter bio from now
0: on. (laughs) um, uh, Before he began his lifelong pursuit of bodybuilding. Uh, Wilson Fisk was impoverished as a child and claimed that his father was a crack addict and he committed his first murder when he was 12.
2: Right. So, That's, and did his father commit his first murder, or he committed his first murder?
0: He committed his first murder. Okay, Sorry, okay. I, I forgot my prepositions there. Com- Commons uh, are important. Come on. They are indeed. <laughs> so, from the start, uh, Wilson Fisk was determined to be the best at whatever he did. Uh, he believed physical strength to be a major factor in building power in the underworld. So he fanatically trained himself in various methods of bodybuilding and personal combat, concentrating on the Japanese art of sumo.
2: Right, fucking hell! Because like, when you so, started saying bodybuilding I was like, didn't, "He's not ripped to shreds, though. He's like bulky, more yeah, than muscle."
0: But the thing about uh, Kingpin is, he like he's a big dude, but his body is ninety eight percent muscle.
2: Right? Okay. Fair. Enough. So, like,
0: yeah. uh, all of that. So he's about as strong as you can be. I'll get into it later on because it's fucking unreal. Yeah, okay. Um In addition to his devotion to physical strength. Uh, Fisk realised the importance of intelligence So being from a poor family His education was limited So he decided to teach himself He would acquire or sometimes Steal books from libraries or bookstores uh, On whatever subject he could find um, Cool
2: That's, You know that, that reminds me of um, Bain a little bit where Yeah, Bain got sent to jail And he basically taught himself Everything
0: yeah, because like, he realised, I can be the strongest man in the world, but if I'm thick, like everyone's going to just take advantage of me. Yeah,
2: it. I can't be king of crime if I'm just a henchman. If I'm just a mostly henchman, I'm going to be smarter than everybody as well.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have the best of both worlds, is what okay. he's thinking. Uh, So although Fisk learned a great deal In sciences and arts He became particularly fascinated by political science He decided that another key to success Would be using political techniques In organising and directing groups of criminals
2: Right Okay So
0: by the age of 15 uh, His use of administrative techniques To organise his growing gang of criminals Earned him the nickname The Kingpin of Crime At
2: 15
0: 15 he is holy like holy shit he, he has legions of criminals underneath him
2: I couldn't even spell my own name when I was 15 I mean that's kind of a poor reflection on the education system here but at the same that's time that's true
0: <laughs> but this this man had his own small business
2: <laughs> he, he, he had taken out loans and everything to pay off for the rent how, hang on how tall is he when he's fifty? like is he 15 but he's like 6 foot 7 so he kind of passes as 22
0: it's kind of like he is he, he's Bear in mind, he's been bodybuilding this whole time, so he's a, yeah, like he's jacked. Well, he's right. big, he's muscly, he's broad.
2: Fuck it, so, so he probably looks older than he
0: is. Pro- yeah, and a lot of it would as well be, like he's not meeting the thug on the street. You know, he he sits in a room with five of the gang leaders, tells them what to do, and that gets passed down.
2: And to to get that position, he must have he used. Um Mind games? I don't really want to use the word mind games, but strategically he talked to the right people at the right time.
0: Yeah, political tactics. Mm, Okay. Uh, So, uh, even from a young age, Fisk was careful to invest his illegal gains into legitimate businesses. So the first company he owned was one that dealt in spices from the Far East and even to this day, even though he's got a huge uh, empire of businesses, uh, he prefers in public ...to call himself a humble dealer in spices.
2: (laughs) Right. It's because then nobody
0: would suspect him. Exactly, yeah. Like, his portfolio of companies he owns is massive.
2: Right. But he's just like...
0: He's trying to... He doesn't want to be known as a criminal...
2: And if even if uh someone comes along and is like, You are definitely doing these crimes, he's like, I was busy. I was busy that day with there's probably gonna be witnesses at one of my mal- many companies that will vouch for me that I wasn't there
0: that day. So it couldn't have one, been me. Yeah, one of these companies that I own and pay the wages of everyone.
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: Um so after about a de- a decade of being a criminal leader, so he's about twenty five at this time, uh Fisk had also achieved enough success in business to become a prominent member of New York society. Oh, okay. It is at this point that he met and married Vanessa Mariana, uh, a beautiful woman and whose love, one whose love, the kingpin stated, gave him the peace he sought after his constant struggle for power.
2: And so does that make him less, I don't know, less determined to be as powerful as possible? Or like is he slightly distracted by his love?
0: It's it's not so much distracted as that it's said in, uh, like, his his one weakness is his wife. He will yeah. do anything for her.
2: But then also on that f- same uh, aspect is if you harm her, his wife, you are probably going to have both your arms ripped off and then beaten to death with your own arms.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like okay. And, oh, the Daredevil TV show handles their <laughs> relationship so no. well.
2: Look, I, all I'm thinking of is the scene where he gets that guy's head in the car oh. door.
0: And oh. he,
2: just, he just keeps closing it over and over again. It's, it's
0: not going to close. Because,
2: <laughs> there's something in the way, Wilson. You'll have to move him to get the right <laughs> close. No, um, that scene only works so well because I think that's the first time we see him angry in that whole series.
0: Yeah, and it's like fury.
2: Yeah, like, he goes from zero to a hundred. Like, he's constantly just the calmest, quietest person in every room. And he gets angry once. And then he he just breaks that man's skull with a car door.
0: And you know what he's capable of. Yes. So, whether or not Vanessa knew of his criminal activities when she married him is unclear. But she definitely learned about them afterwards. Their son, Richard, was born within a year after their marriage. So that's just, he's got a family going, and he's still into crime, is all I'm saying there. Okay. So, uh, about two decades later, so he's in his 40s, this is about the time that uh, Spider-Man No More is happening.
2: And has he been slowly, like, accumulating all these different side businesses during that time?
0: Yeah, like, in in much the same way as a businessman would, you know, start small and then grow and grow and grow and grow... He's been doing that with business, but funding everything through crime. But nothing is tied to him. Right, okay. So about two decades later, Fisk had become one of the most powerful criminal leaders uh, in both the New York and the Las Vegas areas, uh, and had won the respect of many other crime bosses. Uh, When the costumed crime fighter Spider-Man, don't know if you've heard of him. I haven't heard of him. uh, When he briefly retired after listening to j jonah jameson too much j jonah jameson was like spider-man is putting everyone in danger and spider-man's like oh maybe i am and so he just gives up being spider-man that's the entire plot of spider-man no more by the
2: way he got the wrong tweet at the wrong time and it just set him back
0: yeah Uh, so uh the kingpin decided once spider-man retired uh that the time had come to finally fulfill his master plan over the years, various major criminals dreamed of forming a coalition of criminal gangs uh, to compete with the Magia. The Magia are the Mafia in Marvel Comics.
2: Okay. But they, they, just, they couldn't call them the Mafia. Yeah, change, copy my homework, but change it slightly. Okay, I understand what you did there, Stan. I understand. Yeah,
0: it's fair play to you, boy. Uh, <laughs>
2: a, a G is just one letter back clever. <laughs> <It's>
0: clever. <laughs> subtle as well. Just wouldn't know where it came from. So uh, the Magia virtually monopolised organised crime throughout the country. Uh, one of Spider-Man's earliest villains, known as the Big Man, uh, had, <laughs> uh, he was the late Frederick Foswell. Of course. Um, he had only temporarily succeeded in uniting uh, independent gangs. Uh, but with Spider-Man apparently gone, the Kingpin proposed that such a coalition, co- coalition should be formed under his leadership. Now he it can was be the biggest man. The biggest big man.
2: Mm, biggest big man.
0: 98% big man. <laughs> uh, the the suggestion was met with nearly unanimous acceptance. Uh, the Kingpin then directed a major crime wave in New York City uh, until Spider-Man stopped him after coming back.
2: Right, okay. But And when people join up with him, I suppose it's a combination of a little bit of fear, but also the fact of they kind of realise he's the best man for the job because it would be very hard to get another crime lawyer to be like, you know what Kingpin, you're smarter than me
0: Yeah exactly, Like he sets the bar so high that why wouldn't you put the best man in charge.
2: Okay, fair enough uh,
0: So further to this the Kingpin's attempt to silence Daily Bugle publisher J. Jonah Jameson backfired when Spider-Man rescued Jameson, who then publicly exposed Fisk as the Kingpin, which caused the crime coalition to fall apart
2: Oh, right, so now everybody knows that he's like he's tried so hard to hide his dirty deeds for all these years.
0: Yeah, and he's done it for, like, 30 years. Mm, okay. And so everyone knows now. Um, eventually, Vanessa, sickened by the Kingpin's life of crime, demanded that Wilson abandon it, or else she would desert him. Unwilling to lose Vanessa, Fisk agreed to her terms, and the two retired to Japan. Uh... Vanessa even persuaded the reluctant uh, Wilson Fisk to return his files of the activities of other leaders of organised crime to turn those files over to the American authorities. To prevent this happening, uh, the new leaders of a, a crime syndicate kidnapped Vanessa oh, and no. apparently. I, uh, mm. And was apparently killed by one of Kingpin's aides. What? Uh, Yeah, who saw her as the only obstacle preventing Fisk from returning to crime.
2: Fucking hell, okay.
0: So they're like, okay, if she's out of the picture, he goes back into crime, we're all rolling in it again.
2: Yeah, but they don't realise that if she's out of the picture, he's not going to be too
0: happy. Not at all. And so (laughs) an enraged Wilson Fisk (laughs) did indeed make a comeback. (laughs) So, not only did he resume leadership of, the fo- of his former organisation, but he also turned over his files on other criminal leaders to the law. Yeah, costume to, to get them go- arrested. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, he did this through the costume crime fighter Daredevil. Uh, and, as you say, it was with the motive of getting rid of any rivals. Yeah, because if everybody's gone, then everybody has to join him. Exactly, he's the only one left. Uh, So, as a result of the evidence in the files, many criminal leaders, both inside and outside the Magia, were convicted. In the ensuing power vacuum, the Kingpin rebuilt his coalition stronger than before. He moved on to control the great majority of non-Magia East Coast gangs. uh, And the Kingpin's organisation became stronger than any single Magia family in the New York area.
2: Right. So now he's all-powerful, but he's lost Vanessa.
0: Yeah. Uh, Or has he? Oh no it's comic books (laughs) It is comic books Uh, So after this event He kind of Not stops being a Spider-Man villain But the focus shifts Because now he becomes much more Of a daredevil antagonist He
2: decided he hated Charlie Cox
0: Who could hate Charlie Cox? The man is a treasure.
2: He's a lovely man, but look, D'Onofrio hates him. I think I have (laughs) it on good authority.
0: That D'Onofrio and Charlie Cox hate each other?
2: (laughs) You wouldn't (laughs) want to fight D'Onofrio, though. I don't care how ripped Charlie Cox is. D'Onofrio would murder that
0: man. That's true. D'Onofrio could punch through my face. (laughs) And I'd thank him for it.
2: (laughs) Thank you, sir. May I
0: have another? (laughs) One more, please. (laughs) Um, So the uh, the kingpin again turned his attention to political goals and his he had a puppet candidate called Randolph Cherry uh, and he won a New York mayoral election okay. uh, so, so his plan is like okay they're probably not going to vote for me because I'm a famous criminal mm. but if I control someone and they're the mayor I'm essentially in charge yeah which makes perfect sense exactly uh so Daredevil who was now uh, the prince the kingpin's main opponent, opponent of all the city's costumed adventurers he found that Vanessa was still alive but was suffering from mental problems and amnesia
2: of course classic okay there's nothing more comic books than a character dying and then coming back with amnesia i fucking love it let's
0: what? go what? connor this is a, a a revolutionary new tool in writing <laughs>
2: It's never been used before, and it'll never be used next. But a character dies, then 20 years later they bring her back, and she has amnesia. And it's the perfect thing, because she can't remember what happened, and who anybody is. It's, look, she's
0: back, and that's the main thing. <laughs> exactly. So Daredevil told the Kingpin he would return Vanessa if the Kingpin ordered uh, Randolph Cherry to the, to decline the mayoral appointment. The kingpin agreed to this, and the bargain was carried out. Vanessa was returned to the kingpin as promised, uh, and while the but then the kingpin attempted to get revenge for this astra- uh, disgrace by having Electra assassinate uh, Matt Murdoch's legal partner, Foggy Nelson.
2: Oh, not Foggy, not Foggy. I love ever- Foggy. We all love Foggy. <laughs> we all love. You got a bit wingy, season two, but we all love Foggy. Oh, look, I didn't watch season two.
0: <laughs> um, so the assassination attempt ended in failure because Bullseye killed Electra
2: ah right I've seen to Daredevil 2003 Colin Farrell did indeed kill Jennifer Garner. I've seen that it,
0: that's true wait uh, as actors <laughs>
2: oh no well maybe as actors but I think she's still alive now so I could only
0: assume Good. in the movie that would scupper the whole plan <laughs> it would <laughs> So, uh, the Kingpin was rightfully angered by Daredevil's various successful attempts at subverting his plans. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, but finally, Karen Page. You know Karen.
2: Oh, Karen's going to get fucked here.
0: Right, yeah, okay. I know Karen. She was, she was Daredevil's former lover who had become a heroin addict. Uh, yes. She, she sold the information that Daredevil was actually Matthew Murdoch oh, to a drug sake. dealer. Oh, no. The in, uh, the information came into the kingpin's hands, and he seized the opportunity for vengeance.
2: Oh no! Oh no! Oh, Karen, what are you doing? He uh,
0: he arranged for Matt Murdoch to be rendered virtually penniless, and had him framed for bribing a witness to perjure himself. Yeah, Murdoch. Sorry, go ahead.
2: I was going to say, yeah, of course he'd ruin his actual personal life. He wouldn't kill him; he would just ruin his life.
0: Yeah. So, Murdoch lost his license to practice law. Already psychologically troubled, uh, Matt Murdoch sank into severe paranoia. Mm. He confronted the kingpin who savagely beat him and had him trapped and unconscious uh, within a taxi cab at the bottom of the New York River. So that Matt Murdoch's death would seem like an accident.
2: The the more you talk, the more I'm like, wow, the Daredevil series actually did this really well.
0: Yeah, because Kingpin is brutal.
2: Yeah, and he actually does try to systematically ruin Matt Murdock's life because Matt Murdock keeps trying to save the day.
0: Exactly. Um, Of course, as it's comic books, Murdock managed to escape. Comes back with amnesia. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, But uh, after another attempt on Daredevil, um, Matt Murdock left New York for many months. He was just like, I can't do this. I can't do this anymore. Yeah, he just... Um, so with Matt Murdock out of the way Kingpin attempted to expand his reach into legitimate businesses by acquiring a news network so I guess the idea is that he controls the news yeah which
2: look it's happening right now but don't worry
0: (laughs) oh god okay (laughs) political. but it turned out that he had been manipulated by Hydra uh, oh no
2: (laughs) fucking hell plot twist on plot twist
0: I know. Uh, So Hydra, he had been manipulated by Hydra to buy the news company. So now he was kind of like partners with Hydra in a way. Um, But the thing is, is that New York criminals don't like Hydra. They're seen as terrorists. And of course, uh, members of the public don't like Hydra because they're terrorists. Yeah, that would Um, be a hindrance. So Daredevil used these terrorist ties to ruin Fisk's reputation in the public eye and among the criminal elite of New York, who only who would become sorry who began to see Kingpin as just a patsy for Hydra.
2: Right. So he just made one alliance too many, and it, Matt Murdock used that to basically show everyone that like, look, he probably isn't in charge. Hydra's way more powerful. He's probably just yeah. a second in command to them.
0: Because once the illusion of Kingpin is shattered, he's just a man, really. Exactly, yeah. So, as a series of federal indictments came down against Fisk, Kingpin tried to enact an old plot. So, he had a club with Matt Murdock's fingerprints on it, uh, and Kingpin used it to beat a man to death. So, he was trying to frame Murdock for murder to just discredit him. Okay. Uh, In his desperation, however, Fisk ended up in a daylight battle with Daredevil on the streets of New York.
2: Oh, fuck. Right.
0: Uh, Before finally uh, crumbling under the weight of his charges. Fisk's bail was paid by a former crony who wanted to make Fisk beg for him. But Kingpin beat the man to death and escaped into the sewers. (laughs) That did not go to
2: plan. (laughs)
0: So, nearly mindless and feral, the broken Fisk seemed to have come full circle from his squalid upbringing.
2: Right, so he spent his whole life becoming like the best version of himself, only to eventually be his own wrongdoing. No. Yeah,
0: and it's just, he it loses his mind. Like, that's, he's,
2: that's really he go- can't and so deal- Is he still crazy?
0: No, he's come back in recent oh, years. I ended the Anisha. story there because that's like his. <laughs> that's like the the kingpin arc and now he's just a villain who's always there
2: right but that's like he flew too close to the sun you know what I mean eventually all this wrongdoing eventually catches up to him
0: exactly so onto his powers and abilities then like it's less than you would think so he has peak human strength mm. he's a, a master martial artist he's a criminal genius he has indomitable will and he's multilingual like right. that's it
2: but they're they he's not trying to take over the world we've said like and if he does he's going to try and take it over in the smartest way
0: possible exactly yeah um so he possesses the, as i said the level of peak human strength uh so just like an olympic weightlifter he can press approximately 650 pounds
2: what um, one of us? Yes,
0: of course. Of course. I look,
2: real recognized is real, and I knew that about him as well. I looked at it. I looked. I said, he could probably lift what I lift.
0: <laughs> That's maybe a bit less. But, <laughs> maybe a bit less. Uh, he's virtually as strong as it is possible for a man to be without being classified as superhuman.
2: We've all been there.
0: Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> on his weaknesses, then it just said on Wikipedia: totally obedient to his wife. <laughs> sometimes that's not a weakness
2: sometimes that can no. be seen as look just do the dishes don't worry about it. right just, just get here. it
0: doesn't take long and dry them <laughs> after
2: the fight will take longer
0: I'll take that <laughs> yeah. Um and on the Marvel 1-7 to 7 rating system bear in mind by the way I never really explained this to you but uh, on the Marvel 1-7 rating system 3 is about like peak human level yes so uh he has an intelligence of three, a strength of three, speed of two, durability of two, two, uh, energy projection of one, and fighting skills of five.
2: Holy shit!
0: Yeah. So like his, fighting,
2: his fighting skills are five, which would be uh,
0: supernatural almost. Well, he he can get into a fist fight with Spider Man, like, yeah. and Spider Man doesn't pull his punches a lot of the time with Wilson Fisk.
2: Holy shit! He's so strong.
0: Yeah. He's he's ridiculously strong. Um, Jesus Christ! It, he, he has an energy projection of one as well. He he is because of his indomitable will. You know Kilgrave from Jessica Jones, the uh, Purple yes. Man. Uh, he can't control Wilson Fisk.
2: Fuck, because his will is so. It's very similar to Spider Man.
0: Exactly. Yeah, like they're a perfect match for each other.
2: Jesus Christ! They They neither of them will just give up until it's over.
0: Exactly, but like where Wilson Fisk is like strong and can fight well, Spider Man is quick and can fight well. Right. You know?
2: Interesting. Until he gives up because J. Joel Jameson says some mean things to him.
0: Oh no! Oh no! He's a prick! Oh no!
2: (laughs) Oh! J.K. Simmons, I hate you! And then he
0: runs (laughs) off crying. (laughs) But uh, that's my report on uh, the kingpin, Wilson Fisk.
2: I think that was a very, very good report. Um, I would like you. to see Wilson Fisk versus Black Mask. But I think Wilson Fisk would probably beat him to death.
0: I think in raw strength it's Wilson Fisk, mm. but in num- like in numbers of people they control, it's hard to say.
2: Probably similar. Um, but yeah, I, the main thing I wanted to say, if we're taking out, that was by the way a very good report. But we are doing Thanks. a Q and A on Monday. Um, good God. And I would like anyone, if you have any questions, it could be comic book related, it could be just life related, please feel free to send them in through Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, we have our email down in the description. Basically, any way you want to contact us, just send us um, any questions and all questions, and I'll make a list, I already have five or six of them, so I'll throw a few in and get the list, and we'll just do a Q and a episode, because why not? Why not? Why, like...
0: What else are we doing, boys? <laughs>
2: what else are we doing? There's no movie news, so anything you need—if—if if you have a question of who could win a fight, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio or Charlie Cox, we will answer that. That's fair. It's enough.
0: absolutely Vincent D'Onofrio, but I'll <laughs> get into more detail on Monday.
2: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, um, or just as I said, general questions. Uh, you can also uh, join our Patreon if you want. Uh, it's here's for higher podcast slash Patreon.
0: Are Patreon. you trying? Are you trying to mess this up? No,
2: yeah, absolutely. Well, what's it no shot. It's just really quick.
0: Patreon. Patreon. dot slash for higher podcasts. Ah,
2: so, it's what it add those things? Yeah, uh, we have <laughs> Patreon over there. If you give five dollars or more a month, you get an extra episode, and you you will immediately get uh, access to our Spider Man Two Lazarus Pit and our Batman Begins Lazarus Pit, which are both reviews of those old movies. Um, ancient, uh, so they are. Ancient, is back in the day, back down yonder. Um, but <laughs> uh, yeah, so our Patreon's there. If you could leave a like and review at iTunes, that'd be really great. That really helps us out. And um, yeah, just find us on all your pa- on all your podcast apps and stuff like that. We are on Twitter at Here's for Higher Pod the four, the number four. Facebook Here's for Hire Podcast, Instagram Here's for Higher Podcast, and I think that's it.
0: Yeah, that's about it. It's all in the description, anyway. And yeah. as you said, the questions will be amazing if you guys have any.
2: Yeah. Um, so I've been Connor Lawton. I've been Sean Mean. I'll see
0: you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.